Well, hello, hello. How you doing? How you doing? This is the S. Anthony Says Podcast. This is the S. Anthony Thomas. How are you doing? This is episode number 308. And uh, I just want to say thank you to everybody for listening to last week's episode, the outtakes and extras episode, uh, which is basically what it was. I found some epi- uh, some uh, segments from old episodes that didn't make it into the show. And I realized that I cut them out, not because they weren't good. I cut them out because of for time. And then sometimes when you, when you, when you do that, you kind of put things off to the side and you kind of forget about them for a while, you know, uh, and, and I was like, what is on this flash drive? And I looked on and there was some, ep- some segments and I listened to them and they were just as good as the show. So I went, all right, what the hell? I think, uh, my audience would like to hear these. You know, I'm not going to put out crap. I don't think you're going, you're going to like. And as it turns out, fortunately, you guys like that kind of stuff. So thank you very much for that. You know, because uh, finding those those segments was the equivalent of like finding a twenty dollar bill in your jacket when you're going to get a dry clean. You're going, what the oh, twenty dollars? Cool. You know, that's what it was like finding those uh, segments. I figured, what the hell? I'll, I'll put them out there. You know, so thanks a lot for that. Um, and uh, yes, I saw Black Panther. Yes, it ruled. OK, I'm not going to do a review. There's enough podcasts doing reviews of movies, but uh, I saw it. It ruled. And uh, I'll be honest with you. Before, I'm, we're going to get to, the, to today's show in a minute. Uh, I'll be honest with you. Uh, I know it was a great movie, but uh, um, anything with Lupita Nyong'o in it, I'm down with it. Okay. Yes, it was a great movie, but I'll be honest with you. If they had a movie called Lupita Nyong'o walks across a room, eats a bowl of cornflakes while reading a newspaper, I would line up to see that. Okay. And the only thing that would make that movie any better if they said, oh, and her co-star is Janelle Monet, who will also be walking across the room, sitting down and eating a bowl of cereal. And if I saw something with both of them in it, I will automatically just tell you right now that whatever that movie is, is the greatest movie of all time. But it's just a movie of them walking across the room, sitting down and eating cornflakes. I don't care. It's Janelle Monet and Lupita Nyong'o. And if you say anything bad about anything that involves either one of them, I might have to slap the crap out of you. That's a warning. You understand? <laughs> anyway, now let's go to today's show. <laughs> Folks, you know how old I am, right? I'm not an old guy, but I'm not a young guy. And um, I know that uh, a lot of you are younger and I know a lot of my audience is younger, but also I have a lot of people my age in my audience also, middle aged people. And uh, the young guys, you know, you're too young to fight, man. If somebody gets in my face, I'm a whoop 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 And I say, you're saying that because you're a young person. You're a young person. You're going to go out there. You're going to get into a fight with somebody. And then after the butt whooping, if you get your butt whooped or you whip their butt, what's going to happen is you're going to sit there sore and bruised up and going, man, I shouldn't have done that crap. And the difference between a middle-aged person and a young person is, could I whoop somebody's butt? Sure. You know, but here's the thing. Afterwards, when either you're lumped up, either from whooping somebody's butt or getting your butt whooped, you're thinking, man, I shouldn't have done that crap. That's what you're thinking. But as an older person, we go to the back of that where it says, man, I shouldn't have done that. We pick it up and we slide it to the front. And when you slide that to the front, it's, man, I'm not going to do that. It very quickly transforms from, man, I shouldn't have done that. And if you're smart, you pick it up, you slide it to the front, you're going, man, I'm not going to do that. Because then you don't take the butt whooping or give a butt whooping because you know what a butt whooping can entail. It can entail court costs. It can entail going to jail. It can entail being sued. Or more importantly, it can entail all of that plus 
winding up getting your butt whooped. So that's what I'm not going to do. I'm going to avoid any butt whooping scenarios from now on. Actually, I decided to do that about 20 years ago because I'm like, what am I? I'm not. I'm not whooping anybody's butt, getting my butt whooped, getting sued. Hell no. Actually, it's been more than 25, 25 years or so. I decided when I was 24 years old, what the hell am I doing hanging out with these idiots fighting? Hell no. And that brings me to what happened to me very, very recently. Well, I shouldn't say happened to me, happened around me very recently. I'm walking out of the store and there's a bunch of people milling around. And I'm trying to figure out why are these people are milling around. And I realize what's going on is these idiots are watching two dudes about to fight. Two dopes about to whoop each other's butts. I don't even know what it's over. But I'm standing outside of a corner grocery store, so I'm pretty sure it didn't have anything to do with peace in the Middle East, okay? But these two dudes, you're looking at the dudes, and you can tell that they really don't want to fight, and the only reason they're even thinking about fighting is because of the idiots that are around them, their friends egging them on, right? They're trying to beg off, but the friends, you gonna let them talk to you like that, man? You crazy, man. If somebody talk to me like that, I'll be all up on them. You gonna let them talk to you like that, man? Shoot, man, if it was me, I would boop you, boop, boop, boop. Yeah, if it was me, I would boop boop. Yeah, and if it was me, I would boop 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 boop. And I'm sitting there going, well, why don't, I would be thinking, why don't, okay, you guys are so tough. Why don't y'all fight? But if you notice, those guys don't fight. It's always the two dopes who don't really want to fight in the first place being egged on by friends who were morons. So now they're starting to say stupid crap to each other. Man, I don't know, man. You don't want none of this, man. You don't want none of this. Oh, yeah, I'm telling you, man. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. You don't want, man. I'm telling you, man. Yeah, well, let me tell you. Let me get big gals about two minutes of that. And I'm going, man, I'm leaving. There's a part of me that wanted to break up the fight. Because as an older guy, sometimes you can step between younger dudes and go, come on, guys. You don't want to do this. And they're like, yeah, you right, old head. You right, old head. Right? And I was about to do that. I really was about, come on, guys, don't do that. Because I've done that before. But I've also seen this happen. Two dudes that are starting to get into an ass whip mood. And they really don't want to fight each other. But they, they, you know, just, they just can't give it up. They don't want to punk out in front of everybody. And the last thing you want to do is step in between two dudes who want to whoop somebody's butt. Because they haven't taken their butt whooping sensibilities and locked them in on each other. The butt whoopitude might get turned to you. It's not been locked to each other yet. It might turn to you. And all of a sudden, they're looking at the why don't you mind your business? Yeah, man, this is between us. And now all of a sudden, they've joined up in a buttocks whooping army, a buttocks whooping duo to whoop your butt. So I don't want my butt whooped, so I didn't do it. And I just stood there, and I was kind of standing in the crowd a little bit, watching these two morons. And now the crowd's starting to get hyped up. Yeah, man, I would kick his butt. Oh, yeah, I would whoop his butt. Man. And he was me. I would kick his butt. I would kick his butt. And these guys are now all hyped up. Right? And now they're walking up close to each other. They're pointing at each other. Man, I'm telling you, man, you better get, you better, you better get in your car, and you better go home, man. You better get home, man. I'm telling you right, man, because you can be, man, well, maybe you should go home, man. You the one. And I don't even think these two morons even realize why they're arguing. And they're getting in closer and closer. And they bump into each other. Man! They both said it at the same time. I'm like, what did you choreograph that? Bump each other. Man! And then one guy takes off his coat. And they could have walked away at that point. But they were like, man, they could have walked away at that point and still looked some semblance of tough. And when one guy took his coat off, the other guy's, you can see the other guy's face going, ah, oh, damn, I was almost out of this. So he takes his coat off, right? And they walk towards each other again. Man, you don't want none of this, man. You don't want none of this, man. You want some, you, you don't want none of this. You don't want none of this, man. And I'm looking at these two dopes and I'm going, God, 
morons. So now they're pacing back and forth. You know, you have some. Why do dudes pace left and right in front of the other dude pacing left and right, talking to the ground while doing shadow box moves? I don't get it. And it looks stupid, but that's what they were doing. And then you hear some people in the car. Oh, this is going to be good. And you start seeing people pull out their cell phones. Oh, don't try to stop these two dudes from fighting over something stupid. No, I'll pull out your cell phones. You can get some hits on YouTube, you dumb bastards. But that's what they did. And the guys get together. And now they're touching chest and they're face to face. And they're pointing at each other's face. I mean, you big guy can't hear what they're saying because now people are going, you, if I was him, I'd kick your ass. If I was him, I'd kick your ass. Get him, get him, man. You should kick it. You should kick it. Oh, this going to be good. And then they start shuffing each other and wrestling. And they're on the ground and they're wrestling. And one guy gets up, he pushes the other guy down. The guy gets up, he gets this guy. He pushes that guy, guy, guy down. They get one guy, pushes the guy back. The guy runs towards him, dives on him. And they're rolling around. They haven't thrown a punch. They're just rolling around. Then they get up. Now they're starting to throw punch and they hit each other and punch each other and push each other and push each other and push stuff on top of each other and get each other. And everybody's going crazy. Yay! Fight, 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 fight. And the security guard's looking out like, I'm on my break. I just bought this Chinese food. I am not going to leave. Technically, I shouldn't have to deal with that. I'm not. He's sitting there. He's literally sitting there with his Chinese food in his lap and his foot up on the window, eating food, watching these two dudes. This dude must take his break seriously because he's like, I ain't taking all. He's watching it like he's watching a UFC fight. I was surprised he didn't move his hand toward the glass and start trying to change the channel. Well, back to the fight, if you can call it that. And rolling around on the ground, and one guy pushes another guy, the other guy pushes another guy, the other guy pushing the other guy, and they start cursing each other. You motherfucker, you ain't you, motherfucker. They start throwing more punches, and one guy starting to get the better of the other guy. And yeah, and he's starting to walk away like I got him. But then the guy reaches the ground and grabs a bottle. Oh no. See, this is the part where the fight should have been over. Actually, the fight should have never happened in the first place, but this is the part where the fight should be over. One guy was winning. He decided not to finish the guy off. And the guy who was starting to lose can't, wants to save face. So he reaches down and grabs the bottle he had with him. And it's a Snapple apple bottle. And the only reason I paid attention to the fact that it was a Snapple apple bottle was at first I'm thinking, oh no, don't throw that bottle. That's, that's, you, you'll get a felony for that. You may actually really, really hurt somebody. This fight is over. You lost. Don't do it. And I also started thinking, dude, I go to the store, man. A lot of times they have the Snapple apple and I'm the one that buys most of the Snapple apples in that in that store. I could be drinking that Snapple apple. There's plenty of Snapple in that store of flavors that suck. All right. Why don't you grab one of those diet Snapple apples? If you're going to break a Snapple apple bottle or throw a Snapple apple, a Snapple bottle at somebody, don't let it be the Snapple that I like, you piece of crap. I wanted to go over there and beat his ass for taking out one of them Snapple apples, right? It's going to come a point in the week when I'm going to come back trying to get a Snapple apple and the guy's going to go, ah, sorry, Mr. Thomas, I don't have any more Snapple apple. I'll get some more in a couple of days. The guy will be in a couple of days and I'm going to be thinking, I could be having a refreshing beverage of Snapple apple, but I'm not going to get it because that punk out there decided to throw it i should have beat his ass myself just for that and then i stopped making it about me and started thinking back about them and he goes hey man get back here mother and he cursed your mother and the guy goes come on man i just took care of you man come on yeah well i ain't done yet man i'm gonna whoop your and he said i'm gonna get you man and the guy looks back and the guy's got the bottle and the guy's looking at him like oh crap he's got a bottle and he's far enough away that he could just keep walking or run away. But, you know, we got to save face. 
right? So he starts walking back towards him, and now all of a sudden, people are like, oh, man, it's going to get good, man. It's going to get safe, oh, man. Come here, man. There ain't no guy, baby. He ain't nothing but a bottle, man. Ain't nothing but a good bottle, man. Ain't nothing, man. You have to kick his ass, man. Ain't nothing but a bottle. That ain't nothing. And he walks back towards the dude, and the dude has this sinister grin on his face, like, I'm about to break this bottle, and I'm going to cut this dude up, because he just beat me up in front of people, and I can't have that crap. I can't have that. I got to have my rep. I got to have my rep. And he's got the bottle in his hands. And the only thing missing is some really bad action music from a bad city com or some of that old star track action music you know the, the old star track from before i was born in the 60s that's the only thing missing from this is that and he's got the bottle and the guy's coming towards him and he's going towards the guy and the guy's going towards him and he's going towards the guy and it's the dude that's in there the security guard is still looking out the window and he's finished his Chinese food at this point but apparently he's one of those kind of people that like to have dessert with his lunch because now he's drinking a chocolate milk and eating some cupcakes like I'm not done eating yet with his punk ass and I'm going, oh, no, please don't hit that bottle against the wall. That's 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 attempted murder, my friend. Don't do that. And I actually I go, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. I'm trying to say don't do it. But everybody around me is going, do it, do it, do it. Because these are some sick bastards. Because I know what it's like when somebody breaks a bottle into a fight. I've seen fist fights in bars. I've been in them. I didn't I didn't initiate the fist fights in bars. Other people were fighting and I had to whip some people's asses just to get out of the building. Um, because the fight had nothing to do with me, but then like throwing chairs and bottles and stabbing people. I'm like, I ain't going to be in. I'm going to have to bust up a couple people to get out of here. Where you going, man? Out the door. No, you ain't. We fighting. You fighting. I'm like, really? And I drove on a dude's nose and knocked his ass out. The next guy comes on. I duck under him. I pick him up. I body slam his punk ass. I punch the other guy in the face and I run out the door because I'm not stupid. But I've seen people smash the bottles and I've seen people get sliced up with bottles and I've seen people get stabbed and sliced up and cut in the face with bottles and stabbed and cut and stabbed and sliced and chopped and stabbed and chopped and triple stabbed and triple sliced and you don't want that i've seen what it looks like and i'm like oh no i can't i don't want this to happen now we go back to the fight and the guy's got the bottle in his hand ha <laughs> and the guy's moving towards him cautiously like i gotta get that bottle from him i gotta finish whooping his butt and the guy takes the bottle and he swings towards the wall or the store to break the bottle to make it a weapon but unbeknownst to this moron, Snapple has now moved into plastic bottles. When you pick up the bottle, you don't even realize that it's not glass. It's plastic now. So he smacks, by the way, this is not a Snapple commercial. This is just what the guy was holding. Snapple's not a sponsor because I don't have sponsors because I ain't going to do that yet. Back to the story. Just, just to clarify, I'm not trying to do a Snapple commercial unless they want me to. <laughs> Moving on. So, so the guy, he bangs the bottle against the, the wall and he turns his face away like he's waiting for the glass to break and the juice to go all over the place. He's preparing for that and he, he's waiting for that sound that so he can raise his hand up and have the sharp glass like, yeah, come get some of this bunk, come get it. But it, that, that's not the sound that happened. That is not the sound that happened at all. You want to know what it sounds like when you take a full plastic bottle of liquid and bang it against a wall real hard? You get the, that, 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 that really intimidating sound that a, everybody knows that sound. You know, when you break a beer bottle, he's got a weapon now. That's not the sound that he got. You know what sound he got? He got this sound. That was the only sound that came out. Come here, buddy. I'm going to take care of you right now. Bloop. He hits it again. Bloop. Then he keeps hitting the wall with the bottle. Bloop, 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 bloop. 
And now everyone's laughing. In fact, the guy that was coming back to fight him, he's laughing. His friends are laughing. The dude who's hitting the bottle against the wall, his friends are laughing. I'm laughing. The crowd's laughing. And the dude that was going to fight him walks away laughing. And the guy's like, come back here, man. Bloop, 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 bloop. And I'm going, why are you still hitting that against the wall? He goes, I said, dude, just leave, man. Come on. Uh, you right over here. You right over here. I said, come on, man. You right over here. You right over here. And everybody's like, I did dumb motherfucker. Blame him to the blue with his punk ass. He didn't even know it was a glass, the one in the glass bottle. As everybody walks to their cars. And then the security guard comes out long after it's over. Hey, what's going on here? And I'm like, like, you don't know what was going on here. You were looking out the window the whole time, punk. It don't take that long to eat Chinese food with your punk ass. In fact, if they kept fighting, you probably would have went back and got a bag of pretzels. Take your punk ass back in the store. <laughs> right? But the funny thing about it is that is a very humiliating moment for the young stupid man. Very humiliating. Well, fortunately, I don't think any, I mean, I know people had their phones, but I think people probably just erased that crap. Like, look, eh, I'll see if it's on YouTube, but I mean, come on, man. That embarrassed the crap out of himself. And he should be very, very glad that he doesn't have friends like my friends. My friends are comedians, writers, a lot of them are anyway. And they make their, their living with language. And my friends are championship level, sniper military grade level ball busters. And if you don't know what ball busting means, that's a term that people use. If it's a friend of yours and he breaks your stones or breaks your balls, what that means is he's teasing you in a playful way, relentless, but playful. You have to take it because it's your friend. He's relentless or she's relentless, but you have to take it. If it's in the terms of work, like if your my boss is breaking my balls, what that means is he or she is working you over and being unreasonable and being mean to you. But in this context of ball breaking, I'm talking about the friends relentlessly teasing you and not letting up on it. And he probably went home that day and didn't tell anybody about it. And the people probably laughed about it when they went home and then a couple of days later forgot about it. Cause I, you know, but my friends, if he had my friends, oh, oh, it would not, oh my God. The, the, the ass whooping, verbal ass lashing he would have gotten would have been destruction. Oh, that sound of the bottle hitting the wall, bloop, that would have been his name for the rest of his life. That dude was in his 20s. Going by a normal, healthy lifespan, say you get to 90. Say, say we'll, just, we'll just do the quick math. We'll take the dude and make him, I, I don't know how old he was, but make him 20 and say he lives till 90. Which means his friends, if he had my friends, the next 70 years of his life, his ass would have been called Bluke. And he would have been mad and they wouldn't have cared. Yo, Bluke, what's up? Come with you guys stop calling me Bluke. Nah, your name Bluke, bro. Now, Bluke, you want some more pizza, Bluke? Oh, I ain't going to get no pizza until you say my name. Dude, we don't care if you don't eat the pizza. We'll just eat the pizza. You're going to be the hungriest Bluke in the room. Okay, Bluke? You want a beer, Bluke? Give me a beer, but stop calling me Bluke. Yeah, whatever, Bluke. What kind of beer you want? Man, stop calling me Bluke. His punk ass would have been Bluke forever. In fact, when he had kids, he said, hey, guys, here's my son. Hey, little Bluke, will you stop calling my son little Bluke? Are you Bluke? No, I'm not Bluke. Well, you're Bluke to us. This is your son. This is he has your name with a junior on it. Then he's Bluke Jr. Now shut your punk ass up and let me hold the kid because I'm the good kid's godfather. Hey, little Bluke, come on, man. It would have been Bluke forever. And I know this to be the case because my friends break stones like nobody else. They'll break your stones, tape your stones back together just so they can break them again. That's my friends, damn it. Love them to death, but they'll break your balls. 
I'm a grown ass man. And I got friends right now that knew me since I was 17 years old when I started doing comedy. And I'm telling you right now, those they still call me Puddin. Yeah, I said it. I'm a 49 year old man and I got a, some friends from back in the day to call me Puddin. Why do they call me Puddin? Because I was sitting there and I was, I think I was like 17 years old and there was this really pretty 28 year old and I, I, I she was, I, I was like, I'm, I'll I put it to you this way. The second I turned 18, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. And she grabbed me by in front of everybody. And I looked over, man. I'm like, yeah, this hot 28 year old is slobbing me down. Deal with it, punks. And she grabbed me by the face and kissed me real good. And she put her hands on my face and she said, I love this. You, you, your cheeks are like chocolate pudding. I'm like, yeah, girl. And you about to get some of this chocolate pudding tonight. You understand? And I'm looking over my friends. I walk over to the boys. Like you saw that hot woman call me, tell me how she going to be with me tonight. Don't they like, yeah, all we heard was she called you pudding, pudding. I'm like, oh man, shut up, huh? And I thought it was going to be just a tease for the moment. That's what I thought. I was 18 years old at the time. I just turned 18 years old and a hot 28 year old woman, me and her boom, boom, jiggity, boom, da boom, jiggy, jiggy. And everybody was looking at that woman because she was so hot, but she was boom, boom, jiggity, boom, da boom, jiggy, jiggy with me. And I was putting in that good work. And instead of going, man, you got a hot woman. They didn't say that. They didn't even talk about the hotness of the woman. I was boom, boom, jiggity, boom, da boom, jiggy, jiggy in with. I wanted them. I was 18 years old and they were older than me and I was trying to impress them. Actually, I wanted to jump on top of her anyway, but I was trying to impress her with the fact that it was this delicious woman was with me. And did they give me my props? Hell no. Their punk asses started calling me Puddin'. Their punk asses. Bastards. And I'm telling them not to call me Puddin'. Come on, man. Stop calling me Puddin'. And don't you realize when you have friends at a championship level ball breakers, the more you protest and the more you ask them to stop calling you something, the more they're going to call you that crap. You're damn right. We had a place in the back when one of these clubs we were playing where you help everybody had their own kind of locker where you could put your stuff in while you performed. Right. Right. And I didn't think anybody was really going to steal my stuff. I mean, the, all the people on the show were my friends. It was a bunch of my friends around. It was really cool to be at a show with, man, it was really weird to have all my friends here. So I didn't even bother locking the locker. Why would I lock, lock the locker? My friends ain't going to take my stuff. I knew that. Go on stage, do a fantastic show, get a bunch of applause breaks, get a standing ovation. By this time, the 28-year-old, she just wanted to jump on top of me. She said, we're in, and she moved on, which I'm okay with. And then, you know, so a couple, I'm talking to a couple ladies after the show. One lady's like, yeah, you know, but she gives me a phone number. You understand? Ha ha. And I go back to my locker all full of myself like, yeah, you know how it is. I get to blue this room out. Give me an applause breaks and standing ovation. You me go back to my locker, get my stuff and go talk to this delicious woman and see what's up with her. See if we can do something. And I noticed my locker was ajar. It was a little bit open. And I remember closing it securely. I closed it securely what the hell oh my goodness i know none of my friends took something maybe somebody on staff did oh this is horrible i should have locked it i bet oh i bet they took my whoop-de-whoop or my blip-de-blam or my whoop-de-whoop or my blip-de-blam oh and i open it up and there's a note that says nice girl you got over there pudding and what's in my locker a bunch of them you know those little snack pack things with the chocolate pudding in it a whole bunch of those those bastards calling me pudding why did your friends leave a note that says pudding uh you know because when i was a kid i liked chocolate pudding oh that's cute <sighs> granted i did take the chocolate pudding and eat that crap because i like chocolate pudding who got the last laugh ha <laughs> ha 
they got the last laugh because the punk ass, some of those punk asses still call me pudding. Bastards. <laughs> so all I'm saying is, man, I, I was looking at I was looking at that guy and I was realizing how lucky he was that he don't have friends like I have that would have worked his punk ass over. Not only because he got his ass whooped, but because he sat there hitting a wall with a plastic bottle. Bluke. Right. So, Bluke. Here's a lesson from Puddin. Don't get into any fights. And definitely don't slam any plastic bottles up against walls, you dumb bastard. Because a very, very talented podcaster will then talk about it. But he's not going to use your real name, so you can't sue him. Ha <laughs> ha, loser. That's right. Besides, the last thing I need to see is some something. The state versus pudding, because maybe one of my friends that I didn't know it will become a judge or something, and he'll be like, you know what? Now, even though I'm a judge, he's still my friend. I'm gonna call him pudding on the put it on the docket. He can call him pudding. Yeah, yeah, bastards. <laughs> and to those of my friends that are listening that call me pudding, yeah, I said you ought to drop kick your punk ass. I know secrets about your punk asses, and if you don't stop calling me pudding, I'm gonna talk about it on the podcast and tell everybody. Okay, you know I'd never betray your trust, bastards. <laughs> Segment over. Folks, let's talk about people that don't understand boundaries. Right? There's always people that don't understand that there's a time and place for everything and that there's a line that everybody has with people and you should not cross that line. You should just not cross that line. And some people don't understand the concept of that. They cross those lines and they don't give a crap. It's like babies, right? You know, everybody loves the babies. I don't have any children, but I have nieces and nephews and grandnieces and nephews. And I love to hold the babies and kiss the babies and play with the babies and all of that kind of stuff. Hey, and hug the babies and swing the babies around and have good times with the babies. I love the babies, love the babies, love the babies. But if you notice, babies don't have any differentiation between you and them. You essentially to the baby, you are an extension of them. They don't, you know, they don't, they don't understand that there's a separation yet, right? You pick up the baby and the baby bites your nose. You ever pick up a baby and you're holding the baby and the baby like wraps their mouth around your nose, right? Sticks their finger in their eye, jams their hand in your mouth, drools on your peas on your right. You know, you pick up the baby. They don't know anything. I remember I had one of my nephews when he was a baby. They're all they're adults now. When he was a baby, I used to have him around all the time. And I played with the baby and I hugged the baby. My oldest nephew and his great. I used to have him all the time when he was a baby and all of that crap. And hugged the baby, kissed the baby and all of that kind of crap. Right. And I loved the, I loved him, you know. And he's coming over to me and he walks over to me and I'm thinking he's going to come and hug Uncle S and I'm about to put my arms open and I'm about to hug my nephew and he grabbed my shirt and blew his nose in my shirt and wiped his face back and forth and looked up at me and smiled and then ran into the other room to play with his brother. I thought he was coming because he loved his uncle, wanted to hug his uncle like he usually did. But as it turns out, the only reason he did that was because his little punk ass couldn't find any tissue or curtain to wipe his nose on. Now, he wasn't being malicious. He was just a baby. And since I, as an adult, and I'm a family member and he was around me all the time, I'm nothing but an extension of him. So if he wants to blow his nose... May his uncle's ass, there's his shirt. Why not wipe my nose on it? He's part of me, right? You can't get mad at somebody for wiping their nose on something that's part of them, right? Right? And that's how babies are. There's no boundaries with the babies. They just come undo that, right? 
I mean, my nephew wouldn't do that now. He's a grown man. He's out living in another state with his woman and his kid. I mean, he wouldn't come flying back into town. Hey, Uncle S, what's going on? Hey, what's going on, man? Yo, could you come here for a minute? Hey, what's going on, man? And then he grabs my shirt and blows his nose in my shirt and goes, yeah, man, I just needed to do that because I consider you part of me. <laughs> he wouldn't do that, right? Not without getting tripped at the top of the steps. <laughs> but... But the thing is, you got to realize, man, people don't understand boundaries. They will push him and push him and push him. Right? I lived in L.A. I had an apartment. And, and, and when I lived in that apartment, there, were, there was neighbors right around. And everybody was pretty cool. Everybody was great. I enjoyed everybody. And everybody knew what the boundaries were. If I was going to, to hang out with one of my neighbors and I looked at the clock and it was getting close to time when they were going to have dinner, I knew to get the hell out of there, let them have dinner with their family, let the dude have dinner with his girlfriend. If it was a lady friend of mine, let her have dinner with her boyfriend or their kids or whatever. I knew to get out of there. I didn't want to push the boundaries. Would they have had me for dinner? Sure. If I stayed around. Hey, would you like to have something to eat? Oh, no problem. But I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to push the boundary. I didn't want to push it. But I had one neighbor who was a bit of a D-bag, right? And when I was hanging out and we wanted to have dinner, what did he do? Man, I was having some friends over. Now, he was a cool neighbor, but we weren't like buddies like that. So when I had friends over, we were going to you know, watch some movies, fight, watch a fight or kick it or something like that. And it wasn't like he wasn't invited, but he wasn't around that much. So we didn't develop the kind of friendship where I would invite him to that type of thing. I, he, we had a nice wave as we walked by, occasionally talk for a minute and a half about general, general crap. But how about that weather? How about that game? That's the level of our friendship. Okay. It's not like he wasn't uninvited, but I didn't think to invite him. So I had my friends over and we're having dinner, right? And he comes in. Right? And we had a little extra and he was there and I was like, what the hell? Hey, man, would you like some whoop-de-whoop? Oh, sure. Thanks. That's fantastic. And I gave him the whoop-de-whoop. Cool. No problem. Just like I said, if I was at a friend's house and I was hanging around, I was about to leave. Hey, why don't you stay for dinner? Well, that's them pulling me back to dinner. And this particular time, he came over for something else innocuous. I pulled him back to offer him the grub. No problem. But he started pushing the boundaries because he knew my friends were over at the same time every night around, let's say, six o'clock. We'd have dinner. OK, so he started showing up. Hey, what's going on now? I'm not planning to have his ass over. I didn't ask his ass to come over. I didn't invite his punk ass over, but he showed up and I was like, well, he's already over here. Might as well give him a look. And I should have never done that crap because now all of a sudden. He starts showing up at six o'clock every day. And I was wondering if I could borrow like two grains of salt. Oh, are you eating that kind of crap? I started to get a little suspicious when he started showing up and I'd open up the door and he'd already have a bib around his neck, a knife and fork in his hand, a plate under his arm and his own spices under the other arm. Uh, So what's going on? Oh, no reason. I just wanted to if I could uh, make a phone call for something like that. You want to use the phone? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you're having dinner? And he puts his plate down, puts his spices around, there, put, tightens the bib around his neck, and he got the knife and fork. Food, 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 food. Do you want something to eat? Oh, yeah, well, since I'm here, hi, hi. <laughs> Pushing the boundaries. And that's not the only person I run across that pushes boundaries. Sometimes people, like if they work in your house... Well, if you go to the same store all the time, sometimes the tellers get a little pushy. 
It was a supermarket I used to go to all the time, and there was a guy behind the counter. It was a cool dude. I liked the dude. He was a great guy. We'd have those nice cash register guy to customer conversations that only lasted exactly the amount of time I was at the cash register. Not a problem. Not a big deal. Liked the dude. Looked forward to having a little one and a half to four minute conversations. Not a problem. And in addition to that, he was really, really cool because whenever the store would have a sale that I didn't know about, if I came up to and I bought something with it, that there was a sale or say I bought a can of soup, but and a can of soup cost three bucks. Right. And there was a sale of a similar soup where you get three cans for three bucks. Yo, S, man, uh, you should probably get that thing there because if you get three of those, I'm like, oh, man, that's great. And I go back and I make the change over. Fantastic. Great looking out. Thanks a lot, man. Good looking out. Thanks. And he kept doing that stuff and doing that stuff and doing that stuff and doing that stuff. And then one time I go to the counter, I'm buying something, and I put it up there, and he goes, no, you're not getting this. And I'm thinking he's kidding. You know, one of those things where he goes, hey, you're not buying this, damn it, ha, ha, ha. And then he puts it back, and he moves it away from the counter. And I'm thinking, is it damaged? He goes, no, 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 man, you don't want, no, don't buy this. Go back and get whoop-de-boop-bip-de-bleb because it's on sale for whoop de bap de bleb Now, instead of recommending it to me, he's now taking my stuff off the counter and telling me to go and get something. And normally I, I, I'm like, man, what, I would not allow that or put up with that. But in this particular case, the thing he was telling me to go get was a really good deal. So instead of checking him politely or at least giving him an indication that it's not cool, I go, all right, now go back and get the thing. Now the president has been set. Now he feels it's OK to talk like that to me, the friendly customer. And he keeps doing it. Now, instead of recommending things to me, he's taking stuff off. You don't want that, man. Go back and get the whoop-de-whoop. And he keeps doing it. And I I don't check him mainly because each time he did that, it was a good sale on something. And I was like, well, I don't like the way he said that. And he's getting a little pushy, starting to sound like, you know, that uncle that, you know, that's like a little too pushy. Or, you know, that, you know, that uncle that acts like he's your father, but he's literally not that type of thing. But I'm like, all right. Or oh, the older cousin that acts like he's your dad, or, you know, an older brother who's like, dude, you. You're like one minute older than me. Shut up, punk. That kind of thing. But then one time he does it. Oh, you're not buying these. You better go back and get. And I didn't want the thing he was recommending. It was not something I needed. It was not something I was interested in. It was not something I wanted. In fact, I had so much of it because I had taken advantage of other sales that I really literally had no place to put it. I'm not even, even going to be vague about the product. It was bottled water. I had a truckload of bottled water. I ran across a place where there was a lot of bottled water. It was a really good price. It was one of those loss leaders. And if you know what a loss leader is, it's a product that a, comp- that a, a company or a store sells knowing they're going to lose money on the sale of that specific product. But they hope that by bringing in people to the store in large numbers, you will, once you're in the store, make an impulse buy or begin shopping since you're already there and you're getting a deal on that particular product, a loss leader. So. I took advantage of that and bought a whole lot of water. I had way more water than I needed. And I bought some water because I was there and I figured, okay, I'm, there was like a case of, I used up a case and I put, I was going to take this case and stack it in there. And I really didn't need that water, but it was a good price. No big deal. No, no, no. You're not buying this. You better go back there and get them. There's, there's six cases for three dollars and this. And I'm going, no, no, I got enough water. No, 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 no. Go get the water, man. Because the and he's going back and he's now, he's not even ringing up the stuff on the, on the, on the, on the, on the counter. He's literally hijacking this this uh, purchase and hijacking this transaction and telling me to go get something that I don't need, that I don't want, that I have no interest in. And it makes no sense to me. 
And I'm looking at the guy like, no, I, I really, I really don't, I don't need that. I don't, I don't want that. Come on, you gotta go get it, man. It's the only cause. You get three of them, you get the six foot six and they five, and I got the sale price. I don't want it. But you gotta get it. Gotta get. And now he's getting, he's, he's, he's literally now he's talking to me as if this is some kind of battle of wills. And in a sense, it kind of was because now I'm in a hurry. Time was tight to begin with. He's trying to get me to buy a product I don't need, that I don't want, that I have no interest in. People behind me are getting frustrated at me. Why don't you just get the water so we can get out of here? And I'm going, I don't need the water. Why would I go back and get water I don't need and don't want? All he has to do is just ring up the crap that I'm buying right now that I do want. And he's getting upset. And he's getting more upset. And then finally, I just have to go, dude, could you just ring this stuff up? Including the water that I have right now. I don't need any more. I'm not buying any more. I'm not doing it. I just want the stuff on the counter. I, that's all I want. Let me go. So he's ringing it up. And now he's being passive aggressive. Oh, man, I'm just trying to help you, man. All them other times I helped you out. You know, I'm just trying to help. You know, you know, I'm just saying that maybe if you, you know, I mean, I'm trying to save you some money. I mean, I mean, maybe you got some water, but you know what I mean? This price is not going to be the same. And you're going to be the one buying the water that ain't got enough water when it comes time. You know, you're going to, you're going to come a time. You're going to run out of that water and you're going to wish you had this water because I'm trying to help you out. And he's bringing my stuff up slow. And he's looking at me like I did something bad. And I'm walking out of the store and I'm looking at this guy like, what is this? Right. And I didn't realize how much of a scene the guy had actually caused because other people, you know, when something bad happens and the other people are trying to relate to you. And by relating to you, what I mean is they kind of look at you like what? And they give you that, that you know, you need motion towards somebody with your thumb. Like, what's wrong with that guy? They were looking at me and motioning back to that guy. Like, what's wrong with that guy? And there was a couple in there's always some, some old ladies. And, I don't know what's wrong with him because. I mean, he shouldn't be talking to customers like that. I mean, I know he's trying to help out, but baby, you did the right thing. If you don't have any more space for water, then you don't buy any more water. You can't make have somebody but making you buy something you ain't got no room for. If you ain't got no room for water, baby, you don't need to buy that water. I'm just saying, and it was weird. And the thing about it is I like going to that store, but I wasn't going to allow this uncomfortable transaction to keep me from going to a store that I like going to in the first place. So a couple of days later, I need to buy something from that store. And there was a part of me that's like, you know what? There's six tellers right here. And I usually go to that guy because we had pleasant transactions, you know, and I was about to go into one of the other aisles and then we caught eyes. And I'm like, oh, I don't want him to feel like I'm hiding from his ass. I don't want him to feel like I'm avoiding him. I don't want him to feel like I think he's a douche. Maybe that was just an aberration. Maybe that was just a you know, like a weird situation there and it's not that big of a deal because I don't I don't tend to hold grudges unless you do something really bad to me. If you have a moment where you're an ass to me and you've been good to me for a long period of time, I'll just ignore that and go. It's an aberration. It's like, you know, it's like if you trip and fall down, somebody doesn't call you a klutz if you fall down once. Right. So, OK, so I'm looking at it, and then what I did was instead of getting into the aisle I was about to get into, I looked like I was actually looking at the end of the aisle. There's these, uh, you know, they have the boxes for the sodas. So I pretended like I was looking at the sodas and then I worked my way back over to his aisle 
and uh, I get into his line and I'm, I want to find out whether or not we're going to go back to normal, whether we're going to have our normal, regular conversations like we used to have. So I'm going, let me initiate this thing so he knows there's no hard feelings for him being a pain in the ass. And I start to initiate the conversation and I say something to him that everyone else in line thinks is funny and they're all laughing. And he looks at me like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it got weird. It got weird. It got weird. But here's the thing. I wasn't at fault for it being weird. He was at fault for it being weird. He said, no, first of all, he started the whole situation where he was commanding me to go back and get products when I didn't want them. He should have never done that. And then even if he did that and I let him get away with it because he was usually right in this one instance where he commanded me to go get something I didn't need, he wouldn't give it up and he kept pushing Sometimes people get a little bit too familiar and they cross the boundaries, cross the boundaries, and they don't realize they cross the boundaries. And he crossed the boundaries. And now all of a sudden, our one to four minute conversation that we normally had turned into this whole thing where now he's really nice to the person in front of me and really nice to the customer behind me. And at that point, I now think you, sir, are a douchebag. And the next time I come back to the store, I don't get in his line. And then he started to do that same crap with another customer. But he did it with a customer that he really shouldn't have done it with. One of those people that's, you know, those people that are always looking for a fight. No, you're not buying this. What the F you mean I ain't buying this? You better stay in your place. You sit right there and you do what you do behind the cash register. I buy stuff, okay? And you just do your job, okay? I do my job, give you the money, you do your job, you to top, you, you, you ring up the food, okay, and I will decide what I get, and she goes to town on this punk ass, right, and he's looking at me, and I'm looking at him, and he's looking at me, and I'm looking at him, and he's looking at me, and I'm looking at him, and I'm, I'm kind of trying not to laugh, right, and after the woman blasts his ass for that, he looks over at me as if to say, ah, and I look over at him as if to say, <laughs> good, <laughs> And he learned his lesson. So the next time I get back in line, he didn't apologize. But, you know, sometimes people don't apologize. What they do is they change their behavior immediately, which is basically their apology, because that's what he did. He just changed his behavior immediately and went back to where it was before he was doing that stupid crap. And then when he decided to recommend something to me, you know what he did? He goes, oh, yeah, um, there's a thing that you do. Oh, you know, uh, the, the stuff here is on sale. For you can get that if you want to. And I went, you know what? I think I will. I think I will. <laughs> yeah. And then I went outside and gave that lady that cursed him out $20. I said, listen, you don't want the store right there. See that guy right there? He be a little too aggressive trying to get people to recommend stuff. So I want you to go there and I want you to buy that soup. It's on sale. He's going to recommend it strongly. I want you to curse him out and teach him a lesson. She goes, okay, I'll get him. And I'm like, good, get him. <laughs> it was worth 20 bucks to teach that bastard a lesson. Don't you ever tell me aggressively to buy stuff? <laughs> did I go a little too far hiring that woman to, to get in his ass about that? Did I, was that, was that too far? It was too bad. It was worth the 20 bucks. You, you mess with the bull, you get the horns, damn it. Yeah. Save it over. Well, everybody, thank you very much. This has been episode number 308 of the S. Anthony Says podcast. Much love to every last one of the best in Army. Thank you very, very much for the love that you've been giving me all these years. And, um, I really appreciate it. Thank you for the kind words. Thank you for the cool email and all of that kind of stuff. Um, I appreciate you more than you know.
Now, so you know, everybody, um, I've started a YouTube channel. Actually, I've had the YouTube channel since 2012, but just like a lot of people, I wasn't actually posting anything on it that I was trying to promote. I was just using it to watch other videos. So I've had it for a while and you'll never guess what the address of this YouTube channel is. Surprise, S. Anthony says. So do me a favor and go subscribe to my YouTube channel. It's uh, S. Anthony Says. And in March, I'm gonna begin putting up uh, videos and blog vlogs and all that kind of crap there. So do me a favor, go and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Um, I'm also on Instagram. S. Anthony Thomas is my name on Instagram. I'm on Facebook as well. Go to the, uh, if you're on Facebook, go to Facebook, look up S. Anthony Says in the search box and you will find my verified page. It is definitely me, it has the blue check mark. It has been verified as me. So go and like the Facebook page. I'm on Twitter in two places. The Twitter for me specifically is at S. Anthony Thomas. The Twitter for this podcast is at S. Anthony Says. So do me a favor, Bastard Army. Get your punk asses over there and like and subscribe to all of that crap. Before I come out of your phone and knock you in the head. Okay, that's a bad way to ask your listeners to do that. Just just go subscribe to all of that crap, please. <laughs> and for those of you that don't know what the email address is, a lot of you do, but some of you, the new people that are listening, the address, the address for me, and I only have one email, it's talk2santhony at gmail.com. I'll spell it T A L K T O. S-A-N-T-H-O-N-Y at gmail.com. Talk to Anthony at gmail.com. Now, um, you can listen to this podcast damn near everywhere. Everywhere there's a podcast, I'm on I'm, I'm on it. Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Spreaker, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Podbean. Uh, basically, every place that plays a podcast, I am now on it. Okay? Yes, I'm on Spotify also. So go check that out. Thank you for everything. You mean a lot to me, you bastards. My bastard army all over the world. Much love to every last one of you. And uh, for those of you, if you can't remember where to find me, basically just Google my name and uh, all my crap shows up and subscribe to all my crap, damn it. (laughs) Much love to you all. I will see you next week with the next episode. Thank you for everything. Much love to you. Love you all over the world, you bastards. And I'm going to say goodbye to you the way I always say goodbye to you. And I want you to say goodbye to me the way you always say goodbye to me. We're going to do it on the count of three. Are you ready? Of course you are. One, two, three. S. Anthony. Out.